Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show. Another big hour coming your way. Some topics that are going to make you mad, going to make you think. You miss any interviews like Rudy Giuliani yesterday, like Jake Beckett the other day? They're all up on Rumble. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com and click on the Rumble sign. It looks like a fast forward or a play button. I guess it's a play button, but it's green. Uh, go there and click on that to go to Rumble. Um, also, uh, you could go straight to Rumble on the app or on the website. Just look up Joe Pags. You might have to put them together or just put, up, put in Pags. I think that, that'll show up. You'll see my page. About 168,000 subscribers. You can go there and check out all of that. I did a monologue in the first hour today about the lies being told about the legislation to so-called fund baby formula. That's not what it was. A bunch of Republicans voted against it, and a bunch of Democrats have been lying about it today. So we cleared that up um, earlier in the, in, in the program as well. Go there and check it out um, on Rumble by going to JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. I've got a story coming up about a veteran who's got something on the back of his pickup truck that uh, allegedly is against the HOA. He's not sure he understands why. I'm not sure I understand why. We'll have that for you in a moment on a Thursday. Feeling all right. Yes, indeed. Seems I got to have a change in scene. Absolutely. Because every night I have the strange. Chocolate Voice is out. Polo's along for the ride. Sam, get it done. By the way Appreciate you. Mark Fawner, Don Don Brewer, Mel Shocker, Grand Funk Railroad, getting it done. Let's go. Somebody locked the door and took the key. Feeling alright. I'm not feeling too good myself. Feeling alright. Feeling alright on Thursday. I'm not feeling too good myself. Almost Friday weekend's almost here. Come on. Uh-huh. So, so this one will go into the file of what would you do? Homeowners associations can be good. Keeps the riffraff out. Make sure that you don't have a bunch of, you know, broken down cars parked in the front of your heart, in front of your yard or your house, or you don't have cars on blocks, or you don't have grass that's, you know, 18 inches high. And it keeps the neighborhood looking nice. I, I get it because it does help with the property values. The Homeowners Association in my neighborhood is a very, very tiny fee. It's like, I don't know, $50 a year or something stupid. Some people have three and $400 a month for homeowners associations. And um, some of these boards can get a little bit out of control. Some of these people can use their politics and their thoughts on issues and make it untenable for some people that live in the neighborhood. So let's go to uh, Henderson, Nevada from KVVU, Fox 5, a station. Sam, we almost moved to Las Vegas and I was going to be, I think, the guy on KVVU. I definitely remember that. Beautiful. Was going to go there, but you know why dad said no? Why? Because, um, well, have you ever noticed that dad likes to go to casinos? Yes. Have you heard that Las Vegas might have a casino or two? I see where you're going. I literally said to the to the news director there, a very, very nice lady. She offered me the, uh, I think it was weekend anchor and the managing editor job. And I said no because um, every penny of the paycheck would go to the casino. 
and I, I don't have a gambling issue, but if it's that prevalent and that available, it would be hard to not go and plunge. And the money wasn't enough for me to be able to have uh, extra dollars every week or a month or whatever it was to, to go and do that. At least in Michigan, the, the casino was a good hour away. So that's an hour away. After, that's you know, true. So, so, yeah, I mean, I, that was too tempting for me. Plus, the money was about half as much as I ended up getting in New York, which is where we ended up moving. But both jobs, Sam, did you know that both jobs came in at the same time? I remember that time, but uh, not very clearly because I was like in middle school or something. So something like that. But yeah, we almost—I uh, was almost on that TV station. So this is from um, the Fox station KBVU in Las Vegas, Henderson, Nevada is not far from there. And by the way, don't say Nevada; it's Nevada. I said Nevada. I was out there and I was actually reading the, the teleprompter. They gave me a news story to read. I said other parts of Nevada. They said, "Up, oh, we don't say Nevada here. We say Nevada." Okay, gotcha. Down, I'm down with you. And by the way, we're on in Las Vegas every day. Now, we love being on that station. Okay. Henderson man threatened with HOA fines for anti-Biden sticker. And first of all, the headline's not right. KVV, let's, let's raise your game a little bit. It's not a sticker. It's a bunch of letters that are stuck in the back of his, his, his tailgate. In the story, they actually call it a bumper sticker. It's not. Sam, can you see what I'm, what, what I'm showing on the screen? Does that look like a bumper sticker to you? I know what you're talking about. Um, yes, I can see it. I mean, I would describe that as a sticker. I mean, it is technically a sticker. That is not a bumper sticker is what they're calling it in the story. And it's not even a sticker. It's a series of stickers because they're all individual. It's not one big sticker. Either way. It's definitely not a bumper sticker. But that, right, is, I, we can see know. the bumper. There's no sticker right. on the bumper. True. Just put it out there. This is from Danny Mastin, who's a reporter over at uh, KBVU. A Henderson resident believes his freedom of speech is being violated over a bumper sticker on his truck, which, again, it's not a bumper sticker. Danny, come on. Uh, A bumper sticker, she says again, that reads, Let's Go Brandon is causing all the trouble for the man who's uh, being told by his homeowners association that displaying the sticker on his truck is considered an offensive traitor activity. Offensive traitor activity? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Either way, Chris lives in the Central Park Estates neighborhood located on the cross streets of this and that. You can often see his red truck parked in the driveway, usually with flags attached to it, but not anymore. They said I had to take it down because uh, it was a sign or a billboard. Now, this guy has Let's Go Brendan um, flags in the back of his truck. He's got, um, he's got some American flags in the back of the truck. He literally took those out because the HOA said you can't have signs or billboards. So he took those out. I don't think he should have gotten rid of the American flags, I'll be honest with you. Because that's allowed. In Texas, I know that you're definitely allowed to have an American flag. Back to the story. The HOA allows residents to have one political sign in the front yard during voting time. But since Chris left the flag on his truck after voting time was over, he was asked to take them down or else the HOA's lawyer was going to take him to court. It makes me feel upset, Chris said. I'm a veteran. I did take the oath to to this country. I believe in freedom of speech and that it should be everywhere. Chris resorted to implementing a bumper sticker. Again, it's not a bumper sticker, but anyway, a sticker in the back of his his tailgate that says, let's go, Brandon. He was told that it isn't allowed. The phrase has become an anti-Joe Biden phrase used by conservatives. Danny Mastin thought you would have to put in there. Everybody knows what, is anybody confused about what let's go, Brandon is? Paul, anybody can you're not a political guy. Do you know what let's, let's go Brandon represents? Yes. Sam? I think it's pretty well known at this point. I don't think Danny had to say conservatives, this and that. We know what it is. You're liberal or conservative. Everybody knows what it is. Either way, they say it's it's an obnoxious traitor activity, which in my mind is more setting up a lemonade stand as a traitor activity, said Chris. This is just a sticker on a vehicle. 
The HOA saying this is a violation of Section 8.4 of the Central Park and Estates bylaws that no noxious or offensive trade or activity shall be carried out upon any lot or shall be anything be done thereon, which may be or may become an annoyance or nuisance to the neighborhood. The HOA sent a notice to Chris saying he'd be fined $100. He didn't remove the sticker by last Friday, and he'll be charged another $100 this Friday if it hasn't been removed. Quote, it doesn't matter what your opinion is, said Chris. Everyone should be able to express it without somebody getting upset. Now Chris backs his truck up to his driveway and completely removes the hatch of the truck so it doesn't get so he doesn't get fined. All right, let, let, let's break this down. What would you do is the question. I'll show, I'll show the, the truck again to those who are watching on the stream. What would you do? Somebody says, you are violating our bylaws because it's offensive and it's some sort of a traitor symbol, which of course it's not. How would you react? Because let's, let's break it down. Let's is a contraction of two words, let us. Go means to go somewhere from one place to another. Brandon is a guy's name. Let's go Brandon, although I'm not stupid. I know it's a euphemism is not F. Joe Biden. It's not. It's literally, let's go Brandon. So if he put, let's go Raiders, that are in, they're in Las Vegas now, right, Polo? The Raiders? I'm guessing you're saying yes. I can't. Yes, sorry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I honestly don't watch the NFL, but I knew that they were going to move to Las Vegas. So let's go Raiders. If you put that on there, do you think that they would have asked him to take it off? I'm guessing not. It would say, let's go um, Rebels. I think it's Las Vegas. I think UNLV are the Rebels. Maybe not. I thought I think they were for some reason. I thought, I think they are. Either way, if you say, let's go to the Las Vegas college team, I'm guessing they wouldn't say, they wouldn't have a problem. If it said the words F Joe Biden and the F is actually spelled out, now I see that. That's offensive. That's profanity. Because you know what it refers to, it doesn't change the fact that let's and go and Brandon are not offensive. It doesn't change that fact. And the idea that people can overstep their authority. Yeah, I want a nice neighborhood. I want somebody riding around in the truck that has the F word on it. I'm with you. When it becomes offensive or profane, I understand. Yeah, but hold on a second. I am offended by Let's Go Brandon. Doesn't matter. The individual words are not profane. It doesn't really mean F Joe Biden. F Joe Biden means F Joe Biden. Let's Go Brandon means Let's Go Brandon. That's all it means. The guy's name is Chris, but what if his name was Brandon? Could you still tell him that it's no good because you know what his politics are, because you know what the euphemism happens to be or that the NBC reporter one day screwed up? I'm here to say, and I hope that people on that HOA listen to my program, and again, we're live in Las Vegas every day, well, Monday through Friday. I hope that you're hearing me clearly. You're wrong about this. You might be offended by it, but that's okay. You can't literally have a bylaw that says, if I'm offended. It's got to be something that is that is profane, that somehow causes, you know, children. I think back in the day, they used to have a provision in the law for women and children. Uh, there's still a law in Michigan, I believe, that you can't yell profanity in front of women and children. I, I remember covering a story like that about 20, 25 years ago. But these words literally are not profane. They're not out of line. They're not trading like he's trying to sell somebody something. It's simply a guy that decided to write, let's go Brandon on his truck, and it should be perfectly fine in the freest nation on the planet. But it's becoming less free because people who like Joe Biden, probably the ones that are sending these notice these notices from from the HOA, they're gonna do all they can, legal or not, to stop you from showing your disdain for what's happening in Washington. 
So I'm going to rule this to be absolutely incorrect. I'm on Chris's side. Now, what your thoughts? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Again, he took the he took the Let's Go Brandon flags out. He took the American flags out of his truck. But he left on Let's Go Brandon. And they think they can find him $100 a week? Come on, man. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Hopefully you're having a great day. Carries out. I've got Polo and Sam alongside. I appreciate them. I appreciate you listening. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Just jumping in the car. There's a guy named Chris who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's a, he's a military veteran. He's got Let's Go Brandon stickers on his, tail, on his tailgate. Not his tailpipe. He's on his tailgate on his pickup truck. And the HOA, the Homeowners Association in his community is saying, that's offensive. Let me say this as clearly as I can. If I can say, let's go Brandon on the radio, that's monitored by the FCC and regulated by the FCC, he can write it on his truck and it's not offensive. Now, I can't say the F word Joe Joe Biden, I can't do that on the radio, that's against FCC regulations. So I can see how you can make that correlation and say, well, that would not be appropriate on your truck in our neighborhood because the HOA rules say so. But unless the HOA rules specifically say you can't write the words, let's go and Brendan on your truck, which I still would think would be unconstitutional, then they have no case here. And he should find a lawyer. Listen, if you're listening to me in Las Vegas right now, you're a lawyer. Get a hold of Chris and let the HOA take him to court. They're going to lose because it's a free speech issue. But what are your thoughts as you listen? Is Let's Go Brandon so offensive that it can't be seen by the general public in a neighborhood? And it's not on like some big, giant, fluorescent pink sign in his front yard. Um, no, this is just in white letters on his red truck, Let's Go Brandon. Not, it's not even that big. I mean, it's big, but it's not like taking up the whole, tail, the whole tailgate or the side of the truck. So is this somehow offensive? Do they have the right to tell me he can't do it? I think they're overstepping. What do you think? Let me go to the phone lines. Going to be line two and uh, Mary Lynn. Is it Marilyn or Mary Lynn? Marilyn, right? Marilyn, like Marilyn Monroe. Beautiful. Talk to me. What's happening? You're in Las Vegas. Talk to me. Yes, I'm in Las Vegas. I deal with HOAs all the time, and I live in an HOA. Like you said, they definitely serve a purpose, but they have completely overstepped their their boundaries here. With they, I mean, somebody has just hyper-politicized this issue, and who knows if it's a personal thing against this guy or whatever, but if I were him, I would leave it up, get a lawyer, take me to court. No, absolutely, 100%. Now, is this, is this a story that people are watching a lot in Las Vegas right now? Um, about Let's Go Brandon or yeah. HOAs? No, no, about, about this specific story about this guy, Chris, who's in Henderson. You know what? I just heard it today when I was, uh, I just heard it on your show today when gotcha. I'm driving home. Gotcha. No, I'm, I'm with you. These people, some of them are, they do a really good job. They're good neighbors. Some of them become little tyrants. And if you let little tyrants get away with it, what if he wants to put, you know, his wife and kids' names on the side of his truck? Is he going to be in trouble then as well? I mean, at what point do they stop having control over your personal belongings, uh, especially if it's, if it's not offensive? The words, let's go and Brandon, certainly aren't. 
Yeah, and to say that it's some sort of um, in their HOA rules that it's some sort of trade or yeah. or what the other thing was like. It's just they're trying to find issues with this guy. It's obvious. If I mean, if he has the scratch or if somebody wants to take a pro bono, they should definitely call this guy up and represent him. Take take me to court. Hundred percent, Marilyn. I appreciate you. Thank you. You know, she's right. There is no trade involved here. If he on the side of his truck said, buy your Let's Go Brendan shirt at, you know, Chris.com or whatever, um, then I see he's trying to sell some wares and they have an argument. And his answer was absolutely, uh, absolutely correct when he said, I thought that was for lemonade stands. He's right. I mean, he's not selling anything. He's simply saying these three words that mean something to him. And if you don't like it, it doesn't matter. The First Amendment literally protects speech that you might not like. That's what it was intended. It was not for a speech that we all agreed to. Then why would you have to have the amendment if everybody agreed? Let me go back at it and say hello and welcome to uh, Nancy is also in Las Vegas. Nancy, talk to me. Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous, but it's Henderson and I, I understand I'm not in Henderson and um, I want to say that it's probably a liberal homeowners association. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also about the Raiders, they're here. But like I told you, screener, um, I'll take five dollars and you can have them. Really? The the riffraff and the crap that they have brought into this state is horrible. I know it's all about money, 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 but it's terrible. What? And I just wish that they would go back to California. I'm with you. A lot of people probably feel that way, Nancy, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, when the Raiders were in Oakland, certainly they had a bad reputation. When they went to L.A., it was a bad reputation, so much so I remember that some shopping malls there did not allow you to come into the mall if you were wearing Raiders garb because a, a lot of gangs were starting to wear that kind, of, uh, that kind of stuff. I don't know what they brought with them to Las Vegas, but if the fans followed and if that, that whole reputation of the fans, some of them, followed, then I could understand why there might be some issues, to be honest with you. Let me go back out and say hello to um, line one. is going to be Austin in Florida. About a minute or so, Austin. What's up? Hey, Joe. I'm just, I don't know. I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. They can say whatever they want to about Trump, no repercussions. I guarantee if there was an F Trump flag in someone's yard in the HOA, probably wouldn't hear a word about it. I just, the hypocrisy and the double standards unreal, but I know we've been saying that for the last you know, ever since Biden took over. Well, why? I think the benefit, Austin, is that we get to talk about it. We get to say it. We get to put it into people's minds that there is hypocrisy happening. What's what's good for me is not good for thee. Um, you see somebody like uh, this this mayor of New York out in, in Beverly Hills raising money for himself, Eric Adams. It's just stunning to me that he's not in New York City where there are so many troubles caused by crime, out-of-control crime, a horrible economy. Just mismanaging COVID. The whole thing. He's in Beverly Hills raising money for himself. It's amazing. These people are detached. Like I said, they're little tyrants. They're little kings and queens. They want to think that they, they, they have some sort of rule over you. They don't. There are bylaws and provisions and HOA policies. If there isn't one that says you can't put these specific words on the side of your truck or the back of your truck, then they're all wet. Even if it does say you can't say, let's go, Brendan, that still probably isn't enough and wouldn't hold up in court. Now, if it's profanity... There's something lewd and sordid, maybe, but not for this. This doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. This story just makes my face hurt. Now, when we come back, I've got an update on the former executive director of the Disinformation Governance Board. She's crying victim here. 
We'll talk about that when we come back. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. It's the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you. Shout out to um, Tallahassee. I guess we're on. I don't know. I'm getting emailed from Tallahassee, and we knew that we had this in the works, and uh, it sounds like it might have happened. So there you go. And uh, we appreciate you. We knew it was going to be happening soon, uh, but we, we love it. I think we've got eight or nine stations in Florida now. I grew up in Florida, so I, I love getting more in the Sunshine State. But uh, welcome, Tallahassee, if you can hear me. And I'm not supposed to welcome you yet, and it's a secret that we're on the air. We'll wait till Monday, and thank you again. But uh, that's very cool. We're very glad to hear from uh, emailers and from those who are new listeners who always have something nice to say. I love the show. Can I get this? One lady actually wrote, Sam, this lady wrote me. She said, can I get a transcript from your first hour? There you go. All right. Let me, uh, let me, I'll transcribe that tonight when I get off the air. So, uh, uh, listen, welcome. And, uh, we're glad to be on there and maybe it'll be official next week, but it sounds like we're kind of on now, which is awesome. All right. Want to bring up, um, it's a new segment I'm considering where I just call somebody a disgusting person. Wow. What a disgusting person you are. We could do that. I think we could do that. I think, um, this is somebody named Joe Lumen. I don't know who Joe Lumen is other than she's somebody on Twitter. And uh, she's so she's so horrible that uh, the Blaze wrote a story about her. I think that she might have done this because um, she wanted followers and maybe wanted people like me to talk about her. But um, yeah, I'm going to talk about her anyway. I mean, even if that's what she was hoping to to have happen, I'm going to do it because she's so nasty and so sick. People need to understand that people like this live in society. So I'm going to show it to you if you're watching the live video st- uh, stream. Again, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Um, the headline from The Blaze from uh, Alex, Alex Nitzberg, Nitzberg uh, an abortion is an act of love. Bisexual woman says she would prefer abortion over having a kid who gets adopted by white evangelicals. Just let that, let that sink in about how nasty and disgusting this person must really be in real life. Okay, I mean, did, did, you, did you go ahead and let that sink in? A woman faced backlash on Wednesday after tweeting that she would prefer having an abortion over giving birth to a brown baby who then gets adopted by white evangelicals. Quote, I would rather get an abortion than have a brown child who ends up being adopted by white evangelicals. It is not a kindness to children of the global majority to give them to people who traumatize them with self and ancestral hatred. An abortion is an act of love, said Joe Lumen. Lumen, who's described herself as bisexual, said that she does not hate white people. She's married to a white man. Someone who responded to Lumen's tweet wrote, I'll die for my kids even before they were born. I love them that much. Joe, on the other hand, would kill her own child and sacrifice her own child out of hatred for another race and out of pure convenience. What a sick world we live in. I have four children. The last one was uh, an unwanted pregnancy. Do not speak about how I feel about my children just because I would choose abortion over letting my offspring be raised by bigots who subconsciously and sometimes consciously hate them, Lumen replied. Now, I'm looking at her picture. I'm not sure what, I guess she thinks she's black or brown. I don't know. I can't tell. But then again, I don't generally talk about people's characteristics first. 
but and she's married to a white guy, so I'm not really sure what she's talking about. The, it's not confusing because I think somebody like this does this for virality. Somebody like this is in, oh, well, look, look at me. I've got this special call. I'm a bisexual. Married to a guy, white guy. Oh, white people are no good. White evangelicals are no good. Married to a white guy. She looks as though she's white or, I don't know, she's not black or brown, um, according to what the, that reference normally talks about. But she just, like out of the blue, posts this thing where she really feels good. Now, let's, let's take her out of her word that she really means what she just said. Let's pretend that she really means it. That she would rather abort a child that's black or brown, in her words, than have the child adopted by an evangelical white family. I'm not sure what evangelical means. I'll be honest with you. I'm a pretty smart dude. But I'm a white Christian guy. Wife is white and Christian. We adopted two children so far, one from China, one otherwise. And my God, I'm so glad that they weren't aborted rather than giving us the opportunity to give them a better life. So I don't know, I don't know where she comes up with this. Somehow, let's say that the, the family that decides to adopt this black or brown child and has some internal bigotry. This is just one family. I'm not saying white evangelicals feel this way. But this one family has some inherent bigotry and they don't treat the child quite as good as they could have. I don't mean physically abusive or, or sexually abusive, anything like that. I mean, just they just not treat them like their own. Like my kids are treated like they're ours, all of them. Isn't that better than killing it in the womb? Isn't that better than killing the person? She said, in so many words, kill the person before allowing somebody to adopt the person. Dude, man. Dude. There's a disconnect there that I, as somebody who's got a brain, I have a hard time aligning with at all. Because, again, I talk about this a lot. I have to know where Joe Luma, if I were going to have her on, I would have to fully understand what she's talking about. I don't have to agree with it to understand it. I don't understand it. I think there's an ulterior motive here, and that motive is all the pro-abort people will now follow me. And she's not somebody who's got a public persona, as far as I can tell, and yet she's got 28,000 followers. I don't know how many followers she had before that, but she's got 48,000 now. I'll be honest, I have no idea how the Blaze even finds idiots like this. That's, that's a job I would not want. Hey, let me go find some really horrible person who will write a story about it. But I'm wondering, as you listen, and I'm not going to debate abortion. Abortion is, is murdering an unborn child. That's what I believe. You can believe that it's a clump of cells and doesn't mean anything. I'm not arguing with that, that with you today. But I do want to ask you this. Do you know somebody in your life that is so vehemently one side or the other that they would say something so dumb as I would rather somebody die than have them face this political issue or this this moral issue. I'd rather they die and never breathe an, a breath of life than live in a family that that are white Christian people. Right, do you have anybody in your life like that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. JR is in Minnesota. JR, what's up? Hey, Pags, thank you so much. I, I, I have a different take on all of this, I think that words are cheap now 
Um, and they don't seem cheap anymore because they're so strong and they do so much damage. But I feel like when people are actually put to the test and they're actually asked to do the things that they're talking about, they don't actually come, they don't, they don't fulfill those obligations that they spout. And I really feel strongly that those that feel this strongly about abortion have never had children, perhaps aren't in an age group to do it or themselves have never had an abortion or been forced to make that decision. And I think that's where we win is that we educate on the back end and make sure that those that are making these decisions really realize what are they doing and um, really attach some emotion to it and make sure that, that there's an impact there. And it's not just me talking on a street corner and holding a sign anymore. Well, I mean, she says she's got four children and uh, that she doesn't hate children. But she also wrote what she wrote here. So, so I guess the question has to be in your mind, are you, are you aligned with me that maybe she does this? Oh, he hung up. I, th- I, think, they got, I think he actually got upset, to be honest with you. Um, and I can appreciate the emotion. Uh, I, I can. Um, to me, this is somebody looking for more clicks, somebody looking for more thumbs up. I didn't give you the link to her Twitter. If you wanted to find her, you can. But um, this is somebody that gets that dopamine hit every time somebody likes or dislikes or argues with her. Maybe this is what gets her up in the morning. Because I can't believe that a mother of four would ever say, my children should have been killed if I couldn't, if I couldn't raise them rather than them go to a white evangelical family. She can't really mean that. And she must know, because I mean, she knows how to write words and can communicate badly, but she can. So she's not completely stupid. She must know that, um, that what she's saying would apply to her kids if she didn't have the ability. You know, I often say that to people who say that they're for abortion and it's a woman's, a woman's right to choose and the reproductive health and blah, blah, blah. I've often, I often say to them, do you have children? And the answer is yes. How many? Got three children. Do you love them? I absolutely love them. You realize that if you would have the abortion, it would have been one of them, right? Well, that's different. How's it different? They legitimately and literally are the people that you carried for, for X amount of weeks. In general, 40 weeks. They are those people. Which one don't you want? Well, I want them all. Right, but if it were convenient for you, you tell me that it's okay to abort. And many of you will say it's okay to abort even as the child's going through the birth canal. Kill it. It would have been one of them. Doesn't that change your mind? And some people really have said, you know, it kind of does. I didn't think about it that way. Now that you put it that way, you know, it's interesting. Now, those who are hardliners will say, no, they were just a clump of cells. It doesn't matter. They're not a real person. They'll breathe air. What? It's not true. It's simply not. Then we had the fool who called in a couple of weeks ago who said that, uh, that they, they could be fish that are making the heartbeat sound. I, I thought I that got to be completely, legitimately, just just backward. Just so completely engulfed by the, the politics of it, by the I'm against you of it, by the debate of it, by the argument of it, that he just didn't think. He thought he would get somehow somebody listening, he wasn't going to get me, to say, oh, he's right. Wow, a fish heart could be making that noise. Until I said, well, you're telling me that you were a fish while your mom was brewing you in the belly? He didn't have much to say about that at that point. So this whole debate is stupid. But I wonder if somebody like this goes on social media because she wants the dopamine. She wants the 
the social media cred. She wants the traction that you might get. Listen, I do social media every day, and I want more hits and more views, and I want people to like what I have to say. I don't don't even mind if they don't like what I have to say, as long as they watch it. But at some point, to go that far, completely off kilter, when you're a mother of four, I think there's something else going on there. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I appreciate you taking the time and being here tonight. Let me uh, tell you about Super Beats. Super Beats absolutely rock. If you haven't tried Super Beats Heart Chews, I want you to. Now, many tried the Super Beats powder, and maybe it wasn't perfect for you. I thought it was great. You put it in your water, you can put it in your fruit juice, put it in your protein shake. does give you that nice boost in the morning, but Super Beats Soft Chews are a game changer. You put them in your gym bag, you put them in your purse, put them in your pocket, your console in the car, and uh, a couple of these added to your morning routine, and suddenly you're getting that really nice, lasting energy that you need to get through your day. No caffeine crash. A lot of people are adding more caffeine and coffee in the afternoon. No sugary drinks that you're worried about. No sugary candies. No energy drinks. Talking about Super Beats Soft Chews. These heart chews are soft. They taste delicious. Non-GMO beets combined with, um, with grapeseed extract. And it's clinically researched grapeseed extract. It promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. Why wouldn't you do this? Go right now to my part of the website, joelovesbeats.com. Get it to 45% off plus free shipping. joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's joelovesbeats.com. Up to 45% off at joelovesbeats.com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. It's going to be line two, and Judy is in Michigan. Judy, what's going on? Hi. Hi. I want to say two things. First one, I don't believe that person. It's too bad her mother didn't feel like she does about having babies, and we wouldn't have to have her in the world to be so hateful. And the second most important thing is my husband was adopted quite a few years ago, and I am so thankful to the woman who gave birth to him, but we don't know who she is. But if she knew what she did, not only by letting him live and giving him life, my husband went into public service, police and fire. He has saved many lives. Our three children have all done the same profession that he has done. They have saved lives. So by that one person letting my husband live, she's saved many lives. And it will continue, I'm sure, because my granddaughter, the oldest one, wants to go into the same profession. So... One life can make a difference of many, many, many. What, a, what, a, what an amazing way to put it. Judy, thank you. Thank your husband. Thank everybody in the family. That's amazing. Think about that. So he, he never gets born because the decision was made. Instead of adopting him or putting out for adoption, I'm going to go ahead and get an abortion. How many people aren't alive today? How, how much does that change? Because, again, we have no idea who it is that we're aborting. They could have the cure for cancer. They could be the next person that can that can solve, you know, um, uh, brain issues. They could be the next person that uh, can help amputees. You never know what's going on. Going into burning buildings and saving lives could not happen if the guy didn't exist. And people like this never consider that. And another thing that Judy said really does need consideration. 
is that this woman who said this on Twitter did not obviously consider what how how the world would be if she didn't exist, if her mom decided to abort. Now, when you say that to those who are abortionists or or those who are pro-abort, they say, well, I wouldn't know. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. You just heard the chain of events from Judy that are real. How different would the world be had that one person not been born? It's kind of an amazing perspective. I love it. Oh, let me go back at it and say hi to Rick in Minnesota. Rick, come on. Hey, Joe. Hey. So I'm a single dad. Uh, had a one-night stand. Um, didn't know my child was born until he was seven months old. Um, a year later, uh, he was living with me full-time. She took off, moved to Virginia, uh, never had anything to do with him, uh, got full custody of him. And, you know, I just think that, you know, no one ever thinks about that kind of you know, event that can happen. So, right. But men are going through life all the time, knowing they have no choice in life. And, and so you can either become a parent or you can have your child taken away from you without ever having anything to say about it. And I just think it's, I just feel like it's wrong that, that it should be one side of the equations, decision-making only there. And I'm not saying that they're that, you know, that I have the answer to it. Uh, my son's 29 years old. He lives down in Texas down there. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it, it shouldn't be so easily decided. Right. With, uh, a woman saying that gestation is the only reason that I get to choose and you don't. So uh, Rick, I hear you. And, and again, there are a lot of situations like that where the man just didn't get a say. And many times his child is doesn't exist because of abortion. I think there should be some input. Absolutely. Because it takes a man and a woman, whether you like it or not, woke world uh, to make a baby. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. Go to the, the website, JoePags.com. In fact, we've got time for pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Paula, what's happening, brother? So what was the last time you heard anything about your girl, AOC? I have not heard anything about AOC. I mean, I see her picture on Twitter all the time, but I haven't really seen a big story about her. No. What's up? So I guess the, the big story right now is that she is engaged to her Shut long-time up. boyfriend. Yeah. Really? Yes. The boyfriend that all Republicans were jealous of and wanted to sleep with her? I guess. That they, they vacationed in Florida, and people complained that she would go to Florida when New York is so locked down. You, know, you just all want to have sex with me. She's an idiot. So she's yeah. engaged. Well, God bless yeah. her. Feel bad for the guy. No, I'm just saying. That, that's great for her. That's Polo. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This must be.